0: In less than two years, History of North America episodes have well over three-quarter of a million downloads. It's an honor and privilege to present this series to all you good, history-loving folks. Thank you. Welcome to the History of North America. I'm Mark Vinette. What is presentism? The meaning of presentism is an attitude towards the past dominated by present-day attitudes and experiences. Some define it as the historical sin of applying present-day virtues upon the past. Let's pause our series narrative to ask, can we judge the past by the standards of the present? Many seem intent on proving not only that we can, but that we must. Renowned British author, commentator, and social critic Douglas Murray doesn't agree, and he explains why in the following thought-provoking discourse on this important question.
1: What kind of future do we have if we destroy our past? Has anyone who has pulled down a statue of Churchill, Lincoln, or Columbus thought to ask themselves this question? I doubt it. The presumption that we can stand in perfect judgment over the lives of historical figures is not merely foolish and unfair. It's dangerous. Consider what the statue destroyers are in effect saying. They are saying that people in history should have known what we know. That's tantamount to saying they should have known the future. This is, of course, absurd. Yet more and more people believe it. Why? Simple. It's what they're taught. It is the fruit of an education system that long ago prioritized empathy over facts, that believes the ultimate point of history is not to learn lessons from it, but to judge it from the preordained conclusions about such ill defined concepts as social justice, equity, and tolerance. Apart from breeding ignorance, this kind of education invites the student, the child really, To be judge, jury, and executioner over issues that they, and increasingly their teachers, know little or nothing about. Because no one has bothered to teach them the nuance, complexity, and context that is history. It also breeds arrogance. I know things these people did not know. Therefore, I am better than they were. They have nothing to teach me. In fact, I must teach them. And down comes the statue. A new, better history must take the place of the old one. This is a purposefully destructive view of history. It is one intended to pull down rather than to build up. A healthy, humane, and in the truest sense, liberal mind does not view history as a mere playpen for our moral judgment. It recognizes that people in the past acted on the information they had, just as we do today. Sure, it would have been nice if the founders of America had abolished slavery in its constitution. Some, in fact, tried very hard to do so. But had they been unwilling to compromise, there would be no constitution and no United States. All the sacrifices of the revolution would have been lost. So, a compromise balancing the interests of the northern states and the southern states was reached. It would have been nice if the Japanese had surrendered before atom bombs were dropped over Hiroshima and Nagasaki. But they didn't. President Truman had to make his decision based on the information he had at the time, that an Allied invasion of the Japanese home island would cost at least a million lives, both American and Japanese. Of course, the statue destroyer's mind abhors these subtleties. It knows that it is right and that everybody before our current age, year zero, should have known better. Anyway, they were all bigots. Why should we give them any benefit of the doubt, let alone admire them or learn from them? Well, maybe because, like everyone else, the great figures of the past did the best they could under the circumstances in which they found themselves. That their efforts largely succeeded is why we are here. When someone tried to give Sir Isaac Newton credit for his world-changing discoveries in physics, the great man demurred. He said he was only able to achieve what he did by standing on the shoulders of the giants who went before him. Today's statue destroyers rejects Newton's humility. It doesn't believe that we stand on anyone's shoulders. It imagines that if we could only liberate ourselves from the dusty, misguided and misinformed ideas of the past, then we might see further, fly still higher. This view is wrong. Divorced from our past, we would be utterly lost. We would not rise, but plummet. We would be forced to start again with far less insight and with far poorer examples as our guides. Ironically, thanks to the statue destroyers, the great figures of the past have never looked greater.
0: Every generation, none more than our own, suffers from a pernicious presentism, the arrogance that those now alive have created the most prosperous period in history. The result is that too often we judge a materially poor past by the same contemporary standards of an affluent leisure present. Those who study history can avoid these fallacies, aside from the fact that the present is the beneficiary of the accumulated intellectual, Moral and scientific contributions of the past, proper knowledge of the hardship of prior ages teaches us the value of humility. To take just one possible example, it might be an easy thing to chronicle what seems to us prejudices recorded among the early European explorers and settlers of North America. It is quite another to imagine how these trailblazers struggled to survive one more day in an age without effective medicines labor-saving machines, or adequate shelter. Studying history also confers much-needed perspective. It's neither fair nor wise to attempt to apply the moral standards of today to, say, the far more deadly seventeenth century when life was solitary, poor, nasty, brutish, and short. Technology improves. Human nature does not. That means we have, if we bother to look a timeless connection to those who went before us. Their struggle to make sense of life is our struggle. In this regard, there's still much to learn from our ancestors and we can draw strength and courage when all seems lost from inspirational North American figures like John Adams, Thomas Edison, Harriet Tubman, or Booker T. Washington. Finally, the study of history teaches us to value caution over certainty. We should avoid making judgments about who is good and who is bad, as if we were watching a morality tale in the present. Major North American historical players like Hernan Cortez, Jacques Cartier, Thomas Jefferson, Robert E. Lee, Santa Anna, Eleanor Roosevelt, and Susan B. Anthony were complex people who at points in their lives did some good things. That these efforts ultimately led to some bad outcomes, made far worse by their own outsized talents, is one of the many tragedies of history. We must thus not ignore the values and mores of people in their own times, as well as change over time. The cardinal tenet of critics is to use the postmodern customs and mores of the present to project back in the past and use them as melodramatic condemnation of others. Our generation, which is far from perfect, should not demand perfection from people in a pre-industrial society who endured more severe challenges than us. Expecting modern, enlightened, moral sophistication from humans in past times is a slippery slope. We in the present should beware, for perhaps one day we too shall be judged harshly by those that follow us. They may throw our values onto the trash heap of history. We are people of our times. We are all of our times. For example, the majority of present-day humans enjoy eating meat and fish. A century from now, we may be judged severely for this practice, but our actions will hopefully be analyzed within our time period. We look to the past to understand what happened, not to interpret the present or predict the future. We do not judge or justify the actions and events of the past. We want to understand them. Presentism must be avoided at all costs, for it serves no true purpose in the mature study of history. Check out the YouTube version of this episode, which has accompanying images. Go follow our TikTok page to enjoy additional History of North America content, including original, short, 60-second capsules. I'm Mark Vinette, and I hope you're enjoying the ride.